0: Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is not a full episode. I uh, can't really even technically consider it exactly an episode, I guess. Um been going through a lot of really hard things and have not been able to record an episode. I have one episode recorded. I thought about publishing it, but it needed to wait until I got the episode that I've been working on recorded and finished and that one's about halfway done, but I haven't been able to complete it. and it really needs to come before the other one. Um, not going to go into details right now about exactly what's going on. It'll be topic for an episode later because there's definitely some healing and transformation and lessons going on right now. Um, But I wanted to share with y'all at least something uh, because I know it's been several weeks since I've published an episode and I do appreciate all of y'all who follow me regularly and listen to my episodes. Um, So I wanted to give some book recommendations uh, and some podcast recommendations. Uh, These are books that transformed my life and I hope that you will like them too if you're a reader and podcasts that also were life-changing for me. Um, the first book is An Unquiet Mind by Kay Redfield Jamison. This will always have a special place in my heart. I read it shortly after I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and I've had... Therapist and psychiatrist, since my diagnosis tell me that I do not have bipolar disorder and some say yes, I definitely do And that's one of the fun things about mental illness is that it's really hard to have a conclusive diagnosis sometimes um, But when I read it um, it described my experience so perfectly and It was like having a friend when I didn't have anyone who understood and It's beautifully written if you have bipolar disorder or know someone who does or just like reading memoirs. This is an excellent book and her writing is so vivid and illustrative of the experience of having bipolar disorder. And she was diagnosed when it was still called manic depression and it was especially helpful for me because she has the same diagnosis that I was given, which is severe type one bipolar disorder with psychotic features. And so many of her experiences were exactly the same as mine with hallucinations and fugue states and suicidal depression and it's it's just a really good book and I recommend it for anyone. The second book I have on my list is The Secret. And this is a book about the law of attraction and manifesting your reality. And it puts it so simply, and it's almost a how-to book to manifest, and really changed the way that I thought about my thoughts and my words and energy, and was very instrumental in... My journey in becoming who I am today. Um, the next on the list is three books actually um, by Aiden Watcher. And they kind of build on each other. They can stand alone, but they build on each other. So I would recommend reading them in order. It's Six Ways, Weaving Fate, and Changeling. These are like practical magic books essentially. It's like, do you want to be a witch? Do you want to be an occultist? Do you want to do things? Here's how to do it. And I love his approach because he talks about beliefs as like, well, does it serve you to believe this? Okay, then believe it. If it doesn't, don't believe it. And that concept to me just transformed everything that I kind of had previously thought about beliefs in life like oh you have to make sure you're absolutely right and it's like well all right does it work for you okay well then believe it and as long as it's not hurting anyone or influencing you to hurt someone why not I mean if something if it works for you to believe that if you stir your coffee counterclockwise you're going to have a good day why not believe that it doesn't hurt anyone to believe it and it works for your life it helps you to have a better attitude and therefore a better day so believe it uh the next book is Aphrodite's Daughters i know i've mentioned this in several episodes this is a book of stories about women and it uh specifically women's sexuality and Not in the way that you're thinking women's sexuality. Uh, Of course, it does delve into that some, but it talks about stories of childbirth, uh, stories of being a nun, stories of breastfeeding and marriage and love and sexuality and becoming lesbian or bisexual. Or it is the stories of women that people would prefer to be in the shadows, and it was very transformative for me, particularly reading the chapter um, that discusses the myth of Inanna, um, just to accept myself as a human person, as a woman who is a sexual being, that my experiences were not somehow evil or dirty, or shameful, and um, I would recommend it for anyone, but especially if you're a woman. Uh, The next book I think everyone should read, it's called How to Love Yourself and Sometimes Other People, Um, and it's exactly what the title suggests, and really good if you struggle with self-love or self-esteem issues or boundaries. It's a really, really, really good book um, just to, well, learn how to love yourself. Um, The next book is Mary Magdalene Revealed, which is by Megan Watterson, who co-authored How to Love Yourself and Sometimes Other People. I am almost finished with this book, and it's made it into my favorite book list already. It is... Sort of a commentary on the book of Mary Magdalene and sort of a history of Mary Magdalene and her gospel in the early church and sort of a memoir of the author's journey of faith. It's If you grew up Christian or grew up around Christians, it will absolutely blow your mind and completely transform your view of Christianity and Christ in the early church. Um, strongly recommend reading this one. It's just absolutely one of the best books that I've ever read. Uh, the last one is How to Keep House While Drowning. Uh, it's a really short book with really digestible chapters that are like a page or half a page. Um it, it was written by a therapist who is neurodivergent, and it's about how to transform the way that you think about chores, housework, things like that. She calls them um, care tasks, things like doing the dishes and laundry and stuff like that, um, and how to make it work for you with executive dysfunction. I want to give some honorable mentions that may not resonate with everyone. I read these books while I was still going to church and had a much different perspective on life. They helped change and transform my perspective, but I don't think that I would enjoy them if I read them again now the way that I did when I read them while I was still in church. And It's Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud, um, very good book for teaching you how to set boundaries with other people, but it does have extremely religious Christian overtones, um, I don't even want to say overtones, it's, um, very Christian forward, uh, he uses a lot of Bible verses to talk about why it's important to set boundaries, um, But it did help me to set boundaries with my extremely fundamentalist religious parents. Um, So it was a transformative book for me, but I don't think that I would enjoy it now the way that I did when I read it the first time. And the other is um, Rachel Hollis's book, uh, Girl, Wash Your Face, and Girl, Stop Apologizing. Um, In Girl, Wash Your Face, she talks about um, spending, like, five or ten minutes a day, like, set a timer and spend five or ten minutes a day and think about the thing that is your intrusive thought, your flashback, your traumatic event, whatever. Her therapist recommended that to her. I read that while I was just a few months out, uh, from being raped, and it completely transformed my healing. Um, To me, she has a lot of toxic positivity kind of mindset, but, and this is probably going to sound really weird, when I read a lot of toxic positivity stuff or follow those accounts or listen to those podcasts or whatever, uh, they change my attitude. I don't think it's good advice for people necessarily, but being around people who are just like nauseatingly positive, when I'm trying to be more positive, when I'm trying to focus on a goal or whatever, it helps me to be more positive. And so reading her book, even though I don't think that is necessarily great advice for people, it was really helpful for me to put myself in a mentality of I can do it. And on to the podcasts. Uh, Rewilding for Women is a great podcast. She also has a YouTube channel. She also has a Facebook group and page and Instagram where she posts a lot of her content as well. Uh, This, I have a friend who describes witchcraft and occultism as spicy psychology. And I think it is never more evident than it is in the Rewilding for Women content. Because all of her content is basically like, okay, well, deal deal with your shit. Work on your problems. uh, Face your trauma. Face your unconscious patterns and everything. But use astrology and these deity archetypes and the phases of the moon and the different energies that are going on in the world and the cycles of nature to help you do it. Which, I mean, honestly, that's... That's what witchcraft is. Everybody thinks it's satanic and all these things with potions and everything. It's all about just embracing the cycles of nature and the shifts in energy and using it to transform yourself. And Rewilding for Women does a really, really, really good job of talking about that and making it workable and practical. Um, House of Herbie, I've mentioned, I think, in like the last three episodes or something. They haven't put out a new episode in a while, but it's a really great podcast. It's another one of those. It's almost a little bit too positive, but it's very high energy and it puts me into a very I can do anything kind of mindset. And she covers some really good topics, too, and some really good really good insights on that podcast. And to me, it's just very encouraging and positive and uplifting. And I'm in a much better mood when I listen to it. Uh, If you are interested in learning about witchcraft, occultism, the history of those things, um, practices of those things, um, different deities from ancient empires like uh the Greek empire, the Egyptian empire, etc. Uh two podcasts I would recommend, What Magic Is This and Glitch Bottle. Really, really informative. I haven't listened to them in a while. I do follow them both on Patreon. Uh but they just they put so much work into their episodes and so much research into it and have just really awesome people for, uh, the topics that they're covering, that they interview. Um, highly recommend both of those podcasts if you're interested in learning more about occultism and the history of magic and things like that. And my last podcast recommendation is Sawbones. It has nothing to do with any of that, but it is a podcast about medical history and it's also hilarious. It's done by a medical doctor and her husband who has nothing to do with medicine and their dynamic is just really fun and funny. And it's a very informative podcast. You get to learn while also, uh, it just, I, I laugh so much whenever I listen to it because their, their dynamic is just great and it's really funny. Um, hopefully things will get settled for me very soon, and I can finish recording the episode and get back to the weekly episodes, um, I'm sorry for the lapse in episodes, I try not to have those, it seems like it's been happening more lately, and I do apologize for that, but I will have new content for you soon, um, hope you all are well, and have a wonderful rest of your week, rest of your day. Until I see you again, I'm Naomi. This is Mosaic in Progress.